0: Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. Darcy Ross, Warren Cummings, Jamie Denholm, Bridget Hughes, Ken Doyle, David Roberts, LLB760, Cult of Knowledge, and Alexander Klaus. Thanks for helping us on this road to nowhere.
1: Having found themselves without Clementine, Our friends return to the open road to continue their journey. Yet, what they have failed to realize is that they've missed their exit to reality. Now finding solace in a rest stop, the three friends will begin to see cracks in the road as they fail to yield to the unrelenting horrors of the highway. We return to The Long Drive, Episode 1, Paved with Good Intentions, brought to you by the Fandible Podcast Network. Angela, I need you to take one point of damage.
2: Sure. Uh, Yeah.
1: This is lethal as glass rains down on you. Jeez. And with that, Angela, you slam your shoulder into this door. It cracks open and you stumble out into a filthy bathroom. David, Jesus, you are about to leave this men's bathroom when suddenly out of the stall that you had closed, David, Angela falls out. Yeah. Yeah. Angela, you still hear the skittering behind you as your eyes are just wide in fear as I believe you have a phobia of darkness.
2: Oh, yes, I actually I do. I do have a phobia of darkness.
1: What does that entail?
2: That entails not great things. I have to make a courage roll whenever faced with your fear. If you fail, you either freeze or run from the object.
1: So uh, make a courage roll. And remember, if you ever want to use your willpower, you can actually use your willpower to increase your rolls by three, I believe.
2: Oh, hey, I got two successes. One of them is a 10. Uh, Two successes total. Great.
1: You don't freeze up and you don't wildly scream and run away, but you probably are still running, right?
2: Oh, yes, yes. Because bugs are scary. Darkness is scary. Men's rooms are scary in the good day. So
1: yeah, Angela comes running past you guys and you guys hear bugs behind her. And as you guys are watching as Angela books it, you see their roaches. It has to be 20, 30 of them just kind of following after her, clittering and clattering. Jesus. So are you guys staying to chill out or are you guys also running?
0: I grabbed the both of them and we just I crashed through the door. Yeah,
1: you guys crashed through the door. You slam it shut behind you. And the only thing you hear now is the soft melody of 1990s Britney Spears playing over the intercom.
3: Hit me, baby, one more time. Muzak version is not how I want to (laughs) die.
0: I pause for a second. I go into my jacket pocket, put out a flask and take a sip.
3: (sighs) You were driving, my man.
0: Put it back. Not right now. What the f- Charlie, was there like a secret door in there
3: or something, or?
2: I don't. I. I have no idea. That was. I thought that was the door that I came in, but apparently it wasn't.
3: Wait, there was a hole in the wall, wasn't there? What? I've been in bathrooms like that before. They were like so grimy. Like there's like a small hole in the wall. It was a prank. There, there was That's no. Weird. That's really weird. You hear an old phone ringing from the desk.
1: It echoes across the entire building. It almost seems like it's humming from the walls, but it's one of those old-fashioned rotary phones. And it's just sitting there ringing over and over. And there's no one here to pick it
3: up, but it is ringing. Is there nobody behind the counter? Nobody.
2: No, because it's midnight. Let's just, let's let's get out of here. Everybody has peed. I have more than enough adrenaline to get me through the night. Let us go.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go too. Just Fuck the phone. Hot, we're gonna go. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Fuck the. F- Sorry, no hot dogs today.
1: Oh. Okay. As you guys are moving off,
0: Jesus, read me your addiction flaw. My addiction would be. Where is? Uh, I thought I had it up, but it's but it's not up. Okay, there we go. I'm sw- I'm, no, that was that's my other game. Fuck, I have too many screens up. Jesus, Jesus. Do you know
3: we're playing a game right now, right?
2: <laughs> oh my God, Jesus. I am going to find it. Alright, you are addicted to alcohol. When presented with a chance to consume such a beverage, you must make a self-control check, difficulty determined by ST. Failure means you will seek out the substance. You may ignore this compulsion by spending a willpower.
1: Oh, hey, Zeus, as you guys have decided, like, okay, fuck it, we're leaving. You reach in your hand once more for that flask that you had in your pocket, and you honestly just took a sip of it, you put it in your pocket, but this got a little weird, so you're going to take another dip before you go back in the car, you know, for courage. Yeah. You reach into your pocket, it's gone. You reach into your other pocket. It's gone. You grab your back pockets just in case. You're you don't know where your flask is. It was just on you a second ago.
3: I immediately
0: look at the floor. Where's my flask? You guys see it
3: dropped? Oh uh, shit. Um. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'm gonna look around for the flask. Totally convinced that he dropped it. Cool. Everybody makes a
1: perception check if you're looking for the flask. I'm going to give you a minus because that phone is ringing louder and louder and it's starting to hurt your head. But if you're looking for it, go ahead and make a perception
3: plus investigation roll. Would the ringing count as a distraction? For now, you can ignore this. Okay, cool.
2: Two successes.
3: I got one success. No successes.
1: Okay, so Angela, you got two and David, you got one and Jesus, you got zero. Yeah. Jesus, you're getting annoyed as shit. hmm As that phone continues to ring and ring and ring and everywhere you're looking, your fucking flask is nowhere to be found. And only if that fucking phone would stop fucking ringing for five seconds, you could probably fucking find it. I walk up to the phone and pick it up. We'll get to you then. David, you got with your one. You know, you're just walking around at this point. It's nowhere at his feet. There's no way you're going to the bathroom again. So as Hank is walking around being angry and angry, you're kind of giving the token effort. You're not really expecting to find his flask you are pretty much sure it's in the bathroom but you're not going in there again so you're kind of walking around the vending machines as you're passing the you know the vending machine it has like the glass in front you kind of pause as you look towards everything in it and you realize these are old like you see something called a money bar you're pretty much sure it was defunct in the 90s You see the vending machine. It is proudly proclaiming grab-a-surge.
3: This is stuff my
1: dad likes. You also see peanut butter bites. Like, just candies and sodas that haven't been around in a long time. Angela, Mm -hmm. you are looking around. And you want to get out of here, but you're trying to get this flask because you know Hank likes his flask. So you're looking around the help desk itself. And as you're just kind of digging around... You find a flyer from the police, and it's your basic runaway situation. You know, hey, keep an eye out for this person. It's Clementine. It's a sketch of Clementine.
2: The fuck?
1: And on it says she's 18 years old, went missing March 1st, 1992.
2: Uh, guys?
1: You found it? Oh, hold on, Jesus. You're grabbing the phone at this point.
0: Oh, right, right, right,
1: right. Angela, there's one more thing that I want you to know. Sure. Sure. I'm going to give you this basic information. Clementine, a last scene leaving for a party with an unknown gentleman. A mother misses her very much. Please call this number, but the number itself has been worn out because this is an old paper, so you only get like the first 3 numbers.
2: 555.
1: Five, five. Yeah, 5552 five, something something mm-hmm. something.
2: Cool.
1: This is a flyer that was released by the Highway Patrol mile marker 196. And uh, you know you are currently on mile marker one eight seven, mm-hmm. so that's just information. And yeah, this is an old flyer. It looks like it's a little bit like um.
2: It's been like folded and refolded and crumpled, and there's coffee stains.
1: Yeah, but you would definitely know it is Clementine because that dress that they have her in—it is the same dress that you saw when she was wearing it. What the hell? Hey Zeus, you pick up the phone. Yes, and. You hear, it's a whisper almost. Someone's trying to say something to you. You finally are able to hear it as you're like yelling, what, what do you want? And it says, get out. With your amazing failure, Jesus, you don't recognize the voice. It's female, but it echoes. It's like you're they're screaming through a tunnel and then the line goes dead. There's no dial tone. There's nothing. It's like someone just ripped the wire out. The f- and as you pick up the phone to look at it, You realize the phone has been cut long ago, and you're just holding a dead phone in your hand.
0: Do I have to roll to ignore the flask now and run the hell away? At this point, I'm going to say that uh, the flask seems less important. I let go of the phone. We're leaving now.
1: Oh, did you find it? The phone falls to the ground and clatters loudly and echoes that bell a little bit humming over the walls as David asks, What, you found it? And David, as you turn towards the desk, they look back towards you, the surge machines, the old candy, all that stuff. And David, you're the first one to notice, looking through the window that they have their backs turned, there's another car parked in front. Hank? Uh, And that's when it hits its high beams and bright light flashes into the windows. And now everybody knows that there's another car
3: behind you. God, God damn it, Hank, Charlie... This is getting
2: weirder. Uh, yeah, no shit.
3: Uh, we have somebody. Maybe it's the cops. I don't know.
2: I've got something to make it weirder.
3: Oh, please don't.
2: And I hold up the flyer with the picture of Clementine on it.
3: I grab it and take a photo with my phone and then just hand it back to her. And then I'd start looking at it on my phone.
0: Okay. Someone on the phone just told us to get out. By the way, the phone is cut. This is some horror movie bullshit. We are leaving now. And so, are you guys walking towards that car that's in the front?
2: Uh, I'm sorry. I ain't walking anywhere. I am running.
0: Yeah, I'm heading the hell through those doors. I don't care who's parked. You burst through the door, and this is a two-tier
1: parking lot, as in there's areas for the front parking spot. You know, the parking space in the front. And then behind it, there's this parking spot area. And then behind that, there's like a parking spot area. I think I'm describing this right. There's three areas of parking, pretty much. Which seems a little bit like overkill, given that this is South Dakota. North Dakota, fucking Dakota it is. And you notice that now there's a truck in that third spot. Farther away, but definitely aimed at your car with its high beams on. And you know it's a truck because the high beams are very high up. And you just hear, almost like the truck is growling at you. It's reverberating through this... Silent Night. And you guys are just booking it to your car?
2: Yes, please.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. Everybody, let's make an athletics check. You know what? No difficulty. Just make an athletics check plus dexterity. Ooh, ooh. Willpower is always an option. I should be fine without it. I hope. And remember, you have to spend willpower first.
2: And willpower gives us what is the bonus? I'm sorry.
3: Plus three dice.
2: Uh, I am going to spend one to bring me up to six dice.
3: So how do you botch in this game? If you are reduced down
1: to, like, a chance die, and then you roll a one. Mm. So you cannot botch on a regular roll.
3: I got one success. Not bad for a a minuscule waif like myself. Five successes.
2: Wow. I was happy with my three.
1: So we have five successes, three successes, and one success. David, you're the one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what happens. Jesus, you burst out of that service station like a bat out of hell, and you slide across the hood like you're the dukes of fucking hazard. You're in your car within a second, like it is a thing of beauty, and that you're, you started up. Angela, you are diving through the passenger sidecar, and you're not like doing that weird thing when you decide like, oh, who gets to ride in the back, who gets to run? You just instinctively know, just keep on going back, and hopefully David can jump in before you guys get out of here. And David, as Jesus pulls back, the windows open, allows you to dive right in. Your feet are kicking in the air as (laughs) Jesus peels out. The reason why Jesus is peeling out is the moment you started running, that truck started revving its engine. As Hank is pulling the car out as quickly as he can and gets this thing into drive from reverse, the truck hits the gas and it is on your tail. You almost think it's about to hit you, Hank, to get your bumper, but you get enough speed to kind of slowly get ahead of it and you're racing out of this parking lot. However, I need a drive check. Minus one because it's dark as shit out and you haven't turned on your lights yet. And the second one is because you're kind of fucking freaked out because someone's on your ass because as you're driving, you realize that old bus that I had explained earlier has been moved from that corner area to blocking the exit and you're going to have to go around it.
0: I'm going to be using willpower. 110. 110.
1: So, what one success? ten's enough, but you know, Lucille doesn't make it out of it looking beautiful. You whip your car around and you barely fit between the tree and the bus. You kind of wedge between it, but your passenger side mirror, gone. It's a thing of legends now. You definitely feel like that bus's bumper scrape against the side of the door, but you fly out of this exit down the ramp and onto the highway going easily 70, 80 miles an hour. Your Nissan can barely keep up. The engine must be on fire at this point. And as you're driving away, your heart just thumping over and over and over and over. You hear something in the distance of like metal busting through metal. And suddenly you see those lights of that truck enter the highway. Oh shit. And it is catching up to you as fast as its little engine could and the sad thing is you're guessing it's not a little engine it is a large engine so we're going to be making a contested roll right now i'm going to be rolling and you're going to be rolling and whoever gets the six first wins but this truck you don't think it's a semi truck maybe it is but it almost seems a little bit lower it's more line. you would guess maybe one of those towing trucks those big beefy towing trucks So let's make a drive roll, motherfucker. Tell me when you get to six, and I'll tell you. So the first roll.
2: Billy, are there teamwork rules?
1: If you could tell me how you're helping him, I'll give him extra dice. So tell me how you're helping
2: I am in the back seat we established, and I still have my trusty camera, which has a disorienting flash was established earlier. I'm gonna take a picture of the the oncoming truck with its lights on and hope to kind of blind the driver.
3: Hanging out of the back window, taking a flash like she's Annie Oakley in a goddamn pulp (laughs) action, I'm here for it.
1: I'll take it, so that minus is one from his drive. Okay, first roll. Jesus, ready? All right. One success. Two successes. Fuck.
0: Okay, second roll. Now, Angela, that was just one flash. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a uh, will pop for the second roll. Okay, ready? Uh, three plus the other one, so four successes total. So far, he has five successes so far. Son of a.
3: So. Okay. N- okay, next roll. One more roll. Ready Should to I go? Use the last will pop? I would like to interject. Yes, go ahead. So we are being chased by a truck, right? We are clearly being chased. This is not- You think so? Like my character's screaming in between roles, what is happening right now? What is going on? My character's trying to assess the danger as opposed to just acting on storyteller terms. So so I'm yelling at Hank, what is happening right now? And I'm going to say, shut up, I'm fucking driving. All right, cool. I'm sorry, was I'm just... this? No, I was just trying, because my only action would be very extreme. And I didn't want to just, like, jump in and be like, I do the the most extreme goddamn thing ever for what could be misconstrued as just an aggressive driver. <laughs> no, because I was confused about you. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. Jesus, hey, I would say that this is a daredevil. I mean, if
1: you don't succeed at something, you're going to get hurt, you feel. So I would, do, don't you have a stunt called Daredevil? Oh, right. Now, if you fail this, Jesus, you acknowledge that you're going to take a shitload of dice if this fails. I
0: do, in fact, have a stunt called Daredevil. When attempting specially risky non-combat actions, you may add an additional three dice to their roll. Okay, so you get an extra three dice, so go ahead. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You know what? I'll take that risk. <laughs> With what I had before, total now is eight. He has
1: Seven. Ah, yeah, Jesus yeah. fucking. That guy is on your. I thought you. I was like, I got him. I got him. Oh uh, no. At Jesus. one point, yeah, you like- have to assume that his front bumper is probably absolutely inches away, like maybe a millimeter away from your back bumper. But eventually, Lucille gets up to 90.
0: I will take a grenade for you.
1: Woo! Soon enough, that millimeter turns into a meter, turns into an inch, a foot, a yard. And you finally, after about five minutes, you see nothing but like a blip of light. The guy, whoever they are, is still definitely following you. But yeah, they are in your distance. They are in the mirror. They are far away. They are just nothing but a small speck of light on this landscape. And you are
2: flying.
1: Down the road.
2: Billy, I would like to look at the photo that I took.
1: Great. Angela, I'm going to say this is minus two starting out. Okay. But remember, you get a plus one because it's your camera, but minus two from me.
2: So, does that mean a minus one total? Yes. That's no successes.
1: Angela, as you're looking at this photo, it's like looking into a light because his headlights were on, so it actually is very disorienting to you. Your head hurts. And you kind of squeeze your eyes tightly as much as you can, but you start hearing the the sound of feet crawling on tiles again, and then you kind of drop the picture. Nope. And then you realize it's just a stupid picture, but you definitely were freaked out.
2: Very stupid picture.
1: But you are flying. At this point, you're like mile marker 192.
2: David, so you know, because you were out when this came up, but the flyer that had Clementine on it that you snapped a picture of with your phone noted that mile marker 196 was the location of the police station that issued the flyer with the missing person info.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, it's more of a highway patrol, but yes, yes, it is. And David, you said you snapped a picture of this, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, I took a picture of the flyer itself, yeah. Yeah, and Angela, are you bringing this up to them?
2: Yeah, so I, since we're kind of having a, a moment to, to catch our, our breath since the truck is not breathing down our, our necks, as we pass the, the mile marker, I'm like, the, the, the flyer... Lee, you you, you sent a photo of it. It said that the, the, the highway patrol, it was like mile marker one ninety five, one ninety six, something like that.
3: One ninety six, yeah.
2: We can we can go uh tell them like that we, we've seen that we've seen her. I mean, it's weird that she's wearing the same dress twenty years later, but y- we, we've seen or, her.
3: Or it's somebody pretending to be her, some sort of fucked up whatever college initiate ritual for college coal or coat or Greek life is weird. Did I ever tell you guys I pledged once? We can talk about that later. Look, we did, like Greek life is weird, and they make you do stupid things, even all the way out here in North South Dakota. Who the fuck cares? So, like almost hit somebody with their truck? Like have you, you listened to some woman's voice on a cut line? Cops, cops. Cops can help. Okay, you know what? I know that I sound super white when I say that. I get <laughs> that. Um, but <laughs> right now... <laughs> We are in the middle of corn soy (laughs) country. We have to rely on cops right now. Guys,
1: I don't want to sound like someone from Connecticut, but let's get to the cops. (laughs) They're like, fine, fine, we'll go to the cops. So yeah, you drive, and with you speeding, you get there real damn quickly. Do you peel into this, or do you slow down? I slow down when we're near the cops. Sure. You slow down, you pull into the parking lot. And uh, Jesus, it is a squat building. It seems like there's like a front building that's kind of lower than there's on the side, a bigger kind of building where you assume where they probably have some, I don't know, maybe the garage, maybe the like a cell, maybe the armory, whatever a cop highway patrol. You don't know. You're not a cop, are you? You have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> <laughs> but you pull in and the parking lot. It's fairly full. It has one or two cars that, you know, they look old, but so does everything in South Dakota or North Dakota or And But you don't see any cop cars. But again, there's that building to the side that could probably house the garage.
0: All right. All right. Uh, I I park it and like, all right, let's go talk to the cops.
1: You pull in. I'm guessing the closest you can get. Yeah. Closest I can get. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of big windows with blinds in the front. That's the front of it. And you open up and there's a lot. So this is the lobby area.
3: My character grabs his backpack. By the way, while they're running out, makes sense having every idea that this this car is going to get smashified <laughs> uh, at some point, possibly by a goddamn 16-wheeler. So, so you grab your backpack,
1: and as you guys are walking towards the door, as you approach, it looks like you see movement in the window, but it's it, the blinds are down, so it's that kind of this kind of a weird shadow thing. You see people moving in. It definitely feels like this has life inside it. So when you open the door and you open it up, and there's that ding ding of the uh, bell overhead, you can imagine your shock when you find it completely empty.
2: Uh, um Not
1: a fan. No lights.
2: But we could still walk in, so it wasn't locked up.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't locked up at all. It looks like it's been abandoned. And there's like a single chair where, you know, you would assume is a lobby chair, but it looks like it was left because it's broken. All the other chairs have been removed. There is, oddly enough, an ancient PC monitor still on the desk. But as you see the desk, it looks like it probably has a couple years worth of dust just collected on top.
3: Hello? Hello? I pull out my flashlight hello you wave it around
1: and it's just it's empty except there is a small bit of light coming from the monitor David mm. like the monitor's on okay
3: um I'm gonna check that out because that might give us some answers as to where the hell everybody is Jesus as
1: Lee walks forward you hear the gunning of the engine of that semi-truck that roar that growl and as you look behind you you see it pulling in as gently as you did into this police station and as it gets to where the parking lot and the ramp meet it just kind of stops and idles and watches you
3: and it feels like the truck's watching you but that's it guys the truck is right here yeah we're kind of the only place in town right now man just uh, let me know if it wants to come through the wall, okay?
1: I'm watching it. Yep, and Jesus, you are watching it right now. You definitely feel threatened, just in case you want to do anything about it, but you definitely feel like this person's watching you, almost taunting you.
0: How far is he, this truck from my car? 20, 30 yards. Hmm.
1: It seems like it's just idling. It's not you know, revving its engine, just idle. Mm-hmm. It's just watching you. Mm. Almost like a cat knowing it's being watched and it's just waiting. Ooh. David, what do you wanna do?
3: I'm getting to the computer. I'm getting to the old Tandy 486. Yeah, it is a ancient
1: computer. Its OS is DOS. Yeah, you don't see a Windows. It's not anything like that. It's commands, you type it in. It has, like, those really shitty, like, pictures made out of letters and stuff. Oh, yeah, XK yeah. But yeah, it just has waiting your command. All right. God, what was it? Backslash, backslash, D-I-R. Yeah, go, do whatever you want to do. Uh, so you're trying to open this and see if it has any information on it. Yep. Yeah. Yes, sir. OK, go roll your computers. And I believe you also have some computer merits. I do, I do, I do, I do. Thus showing that Billy didn't just make a character that had no <laughs> Hey, guys, you guys have computers, but you're in Pioneer times.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've done it before, people. Angela knows. uh, Yeah, so I get a negative
1: two difficulty on this. Yep. So it's uh, difficulty six. And I'm going to minus one of your dice, David, because this is an old system.
3: All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, So this is intelligence? I would say
1: intelligence plus computers.
3: All right, cool. So, um... So that is a nine and an eight. You tap away at
1: this computer to see, first
3: off, why is it on?
1: It looks like it's definitely the old file system for the, uh, it's basically linked to the, like the, the files, the servers, the reports, everything it gets. Mm-hmm. And most of the files that you, you, you're noticing are definitely corrupt. They are corrupt, they're broken fragments. It looks like someone tried to delete these and then pour bleach on it. There is one file that does open. And it is the report about one Clementine Myers. She was 18 years old, had a fight with her mom. She met a guy using CompuServe. Wow. Oh, yeah, I dug deep on that one, Wow. people. They met, he picked her up, and that was the last they ever saw of her. There's an investigation, but really, there was not a lot to go by. And especially with cops trying to figure out, like, cyber crimes back in the day, they were a little bit outside their element. Like, at one point, you see kind of a transcript typed up of, like, you know, someone explaining what CompuServe was to these cops. Which, you know, admittedly, I need to be someone to explain what CompuServe is sometimes. But it definitely seemed like they didn't understand enough. And since they didn't understand, they felt stupid, so they didn't care enough to figure it out. This file is probably... 30 years old. And as you're clicking around, you, you know, try to click the next button. Press N for next. And you press N and the entire screen goes blank. And then suddenly it starts filling with eyes. The letter I. Then spaces, then eyes again, and then spaces. And then you realize it's, it's creating art, a picture using letters and spaces. And for a glimmer of a second, you see that face as it finishes and it's a computerized image of Clementine and the screen goes blank and it says at the very bottom where you would put your commands get out and then the computer shuts off
3: Hank? Yeah? And uh, Charlie? Uh, yeah? I don't know if you believe in the afterlife, but we really need to leave right now. What
2: does that have to do with the afterlife? That
3: truck is not going to let us leave. Charlie, you dropped that photo like it was made of coal after you took a photo of that girl. Can we not talk about what's weird? We all know what's weird about each other. The only difference is... Okay, I wasn't allowed to own an Ouija board since I was six because something had happened. It doesn't matter. We need to get out of here. This is weird. This is top level weird. This is we're not. This is people should be paid paid for this weird. We're not paid for this. We are. We're just. We're just normal. We're normal and not weird.
2: So how do if it, I mean Hank is saying the truck won't let us leave. Where where do we where where do we go?
1: I don't. How do we? Go? I don't even know how you folks got here. You here ah! behind you.
2: Fuck. Ah! Ah!
1: And as you spin around, all three of you standing near a door, and you vaguely notice that the sign on the door says evidence, is a man, and it definitely looks like an officer. He has one of those old highway uh, patrol hats on, wearing a crisp suit that looks seen in better days, and he's just kind of leaning there. And as he pushes off the door, slowly walking towards you, he reaches up with his hand, but instead of a hand, it is a wicked hook. Oh, no. It looks rusted. He hasn't cleaned it. It looks almost bloody still.
2: I have heard the story.
1: And he uses the hook to grab his hat and he takes it off. And you notice that half his head is fine. The other half looks like the skin has been ripped back huh. as if like he's ran his hook through his scalp a few too many times.
3: Oh, such
1: sights to show you. Oh. He sees that you guys are definitely getting freaked out and then kind of catches himself. and He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He puts his hat back on and then lowers it, still getting used to it. I don't usually tend to see you types around here.
2: We were just leaving.
1: Uh, you, you can't leave that way. He says as he points towards the door, and you hear the revving of the engine.
2: Yeah.
0: Is uh, is murder
1: truck usual around here? Oil man is that uh, is what uh, the locals call him. Oh, he has a name.
2: Sure, great. Um, cool. We just, we just want to be. Move it on.
1: You don't have anything to worry about me, little girl.
2: That's exactly what someone I have to worry about would say.
1: He pulls out a pen light from his pocket, activates it, and then he points it down towards his ankle. And you see his ankle, he has used handcuffs to handcuff him to a nearby pipe. Um, why? Sit around. He's not going to come in here. Not yet. He can't. I haven't allowed it.
2: Not yet? Are you going to allow it? Oh,
1: he's going to come in. I ain't that powerful. Let me explain to you what's going on. Because you got very little time. Yes, please. Please. I don't really understand how you got here.
2: The road. I mean, the the car, the- No, it
1: takes more than just the highway. See, the highway. (sighs) Shit. The highway is made of asphalt and blood and death. So many people have died on the highway, building it, driving it. Hell, so much blood, it's bind to make something alive, wouldn't you say? People drive on the highway all the time, and occasionally one of us goes through. And there's usually some murdering, some killing, some disappearing, ghost hitchhikers. But when people come this way, they're dead. And then they join us to do their thing, to do their haunt. But you're, you three aren't dead. Good to know. Who brought you here? I- Who'd you escape from? Escape from? Oh, it certainly wasn't oil man. Oil man doesn't let people escape. He's too good. Who brought you through and didn't do the deed? Someone weak? Maybe you could have killed them? I doubt it. You don't seem like you are the uh, hunting type. Clementine.
3: She disappeared.
1: Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. And he opens his mouth to sing. And you notice there's a gunshot wound in his mouth. And you can see through the back of his head. And then he finishes the song and he looks at you and smiles and then shakes his head. Yeah, Clementine. That's always a shame. You know, I figured she'd hold out for a while and she's held out for a damn near, what year is it? Uh,
0: 2020? Mm, 30 years. Almost 30 years. So people turn into, like, die around here, turn into murder ghosts? It's not like that. It's not around here, it's around the highway.
1: Weren't you paying attention? little distracted by oil, man. If one of us takes one of you and kills you here, you become one of them. I mean, look at myself. And he holds up his hook. You think this was uh, regulation? I was killed by a hook man. <laughs> what the ironic thing? I wasn't even stopped to making out with a fine little lady. I fell asleep eating donuts. Fucking hook man came, butchered me good. And now I'm a hook man. Well, I will eventually when I kill a couple. Because that's the thing. You need to murder to become more powerful. To become one of the bigger fish in the sea. And as you grow on, you get tired, get hungry. Because that's the only source of food here. That energy. That rush of life is if you take something. And if you don't, well, you're just going to die. Or go crazy until you finally go across to grab you a fella or a lady. Do your business. And let the cycle continue. He shakes his head as he looks down. I couldn't do that. I'm an officer of the law, so I've been locked up for uh, 1999. Hey, did that Y2K ever happen? You know, was there airplanes falling out
0: and the whole computer? Uh, no, they, the, the media made it overblown. Ah, goddamn media.
3: Uh, there was other stuff later that we didn't... There was bad stuff. Trust me. Yeah. Y2K was not something we had to worry about
1: yeah the bad stuff son yeah this is the worst see I'm I'm wagering Clementine got desperate and she was planning to kill you did you run from her she walked away yeah that happens yeah she'll kill eventually we all do go hitchhiker. how do we get out
3: but you you said you have to kill us on the other side yeah. What about, what about now? We're, we're here and we're alive. You're somewhere in between. So
1: listen, I can't be the one I can leave if I let myself go, but I just might just kill you because I'm so hungry. So don't come near me. Mm -hmm. I take a step back. But even if I could let you go and you could follow me, I could leave. But you would just see me disappear. I can bring someone over this way and kill them, and then they would be here. But the only person that can let you go is Clementine. She is your key. She probably was hoping that she didn't get you yet, that you hadn't crossed over. I'm taking she ran quickly, suddenly. Mm Mm-hmm. How did Clementine die? I did see her once here on the other side, and she told me <sighs> a fellow named Ricky said that he'd take her to a party. Instead, she uh she was killed, drove off to a f- cornfield and uh, he killed her, buried her somewhere.
3: What happened to Ricky?
1: Ricky? I don't know. I died in 1998, and when that happened, we hadn't gone him yet. So he wasn't one of you, Ricky? He was just some guy? Just some guy. Even monsters come out on the other side, but yeah, sometimes people say that Ricky's here. I ain't just seen him.
3: How far do you go up and down the highway? What do you mean? H- how far can you travel on, uh, on the highway? I mean, like you you said, because you were created by the highway, can you go like to like Tucson, Arizona? Can you go to like Portland, Maine? Can you go all the way down to, like, I don't know, Florida? What? There's dark zones.
1: The city life. You can go in the cities, I suppose. But there's things there. Dark things that I don't even know about. Things that aren't human or were never human. It's almost as if, like, the highway itself protects us from them. Or maybe it protects them from us. But if you ever find yourself getting near a city, boy, you must be very desperate to go inside because it looks city enough. But the closer you get, the more you realize how alien it truly is. And he looks towards the window as the high beams kick in once more. They get like brighter, like unnaturally bright for for high beams. Almost like orange, red. Almost like fire. Okay. All right. The oil man, he's a funny thing is he was just a gentleman one time. tow truck driver stopped for a nice lady who needed a a place, needed to be uh, dropped off. She killed him and now he just became, well, one of us. He's uh, stronger than me. I would get back in your car. Yep. Get a hell of far as way as you can. And maybe you could find Clementine, but maybe you can't. Okay. You got it. But all I can tell you, son, is... Well, you ever seen Wizard of Oz? That's the closest analogy I can come to this place. And it's not even fucking close. Get out. And he runs his hook down the side of the wall and sparks fly. Get out.
2: Yep, and we
1: heard the message. No, wait, I'm sorry. i just kidding. Run, i just just not Come on back. I'm just running, kidding. Come on. Come on. I got something to tell one of you. Get close. Get close. <laughs> get fucking close. Get close. Get go, close. Go, go, he's go, like go. slamming his hook over and over again. Like a desperate animal watching someone run away that, and they're starving. Running. Where are you guys running to? Running
0: to the car. Yeah.
1: You guys get into your car. And much like you said, the oil man is just watching as you pull back, pull out, and you're running. And it seems for a while, as you're driving off into the highway, you still hear the hum of the oil man's car. It gets distant, but it definitely sounds annoyed, frustrated, angry that it can't follow. And then it's just you on the highway, driving deeper into the Shadowlands. Jesus, suddenly, as you're driving, Bruno Marr is not the voice you hear on the radio. It's Clementine's voice.
0: Clementine, where are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so
1: sorry. I, I'm so sorry. And then suddenly you hear a, her scream.
2: Where? Hello?
1: Shucks, Clem. It's been a spell. Well, I think you know this part. And you hear what sounds like the sheathing of a knife. Ah, And she screams, get away from me, Ricky, get away. And then that's it. Silence. Just static. And right now, the three of you are just stuck on the other side of the highway with all the ghosts. Three friends start a journey to discover the American spirit, but have now found themselves aimlessly lost in the forgotten lands of the free. They are in a land of phantom cars and ghostly hitchhikers, of women in white and hooked men desperately hungering to spread their own misfortune. As they drive looking for Clementine, a beacon of hope for their own return to the land of the living, they try to keep their eyes on the road, and not on the horrors in the rearview mirror or the gas gauge dipping dangerously close to the E that seems to glow with a hungry anticipation. Join us next time as we continue our journey with The Long Drive, Episode 2, Fueled by Hunger. That's it, people. Do you have anything you want to add at the end? This is – because honestly, we're getting at 11.30. Yeah, we're getting 11.30. This will be, I guess, a continuation. I didn't expect that to happen. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I was just gonna say you know what song came out in 1992 life is Ooh. a highway I'm gonna ride it all, all night, night all long all. you're going my <laughs> way I'm gonna ride it all night long That I looked that up while you were doing your horror
1: thing <laughs> Good, good. So there you guys are. You are this is now the official, I guess the only ever uh, continuation that we'll have to pick up again at some point. Uh what did you guys think of being a bunch of mortals stuck over on the other side of the highway where the hook man lives and
3: i ever been happier feeling so screwed. This is easily this is easily mm. a uh an origin story for geist. Yep. Or, or or a story that could fit into the Geist universe which is crazy um which is so 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 hard to do conceptually mm-hmm. excuse me cons- conceptually or for wraith but for the billyverse makes complete sense because all of those barriers are broken down and don't have to make sense um <laughs> i i really liked it i i really liked no, let me, let me rephrase that. I fucking love stories like this where we're not rendered incapable of all things, but we are capable mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. special. We're special because we're alive. And I like that. I really fucking like that.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of, I, I mean, I had an ending in place, but then we were getting close to 1130. I'm like, I can actually continue this because I originally had a couple ideas that I wanted to try. So, yeah, I guess we can continue playing some Billyverse and just have this be a continuation. Like, I don't know, like, you know. This could, this could ball called
3: Route 666. And that would be appropriate because we're like kind of three, like... I'm sorry, uh, three throwaway characters. Uh, not throwaway characters, but like kind of like yeah. not expected to, to survive, I'm going to assume. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of... I, I really, really, really like how we're getting the sense of the Billyverse. Now I could draw a map of the United States and have... Aspects of it be part of the Billyverse. I could chart it out, and I really, really.
1: Well, you guys that. actually experienced like the highway like mythos yes. a little bit in one we of the did. last the tunnel, the tunnel one. one. The tunnel, yep, one, right When the guy said yes. like the highway is a place where people die. You know, so much death. You'd if you'd think it bring life. That was true. Like so, you guys are just you're you're happy to be. You're not like almost dead or anything you're just you're mortal people stuck in the land of the dead but the land of the dead's also fucking weird so like if you go into cities like some shit like it's a ghost town and there's shit inside the only safe place to stay is technically the the highway but the highway also has like hookmen and ghost uh the the phantom hitchhikers and other highway weird shit ghost yeah i love it so i actually am looking forward to kind of continuing this and seeing how it goes i hope you all had a good time yeah Good. So, uh, well, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, uh, for being part of the Fanable podcast experience. I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I enjoyed running it and I will get better with the rules. Uh, after 10 years of running world of darkness, you'd think I know them left and right, but nope. Uh, but, uh, what's our, what's our question? Hmm. What ironic uh, license plate does Lucille have? Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. Okay. So, people, tell us. Leave it in a comment. Leave it in a review. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on any podcast chaser of choice or podcatcher of choice. Uh, and we're also on Twitter. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have a Facebook. We have it all. So, thank you and good night.
0: Shadowy conspiracies, ravening beasts, the cold embrace of the void, these are just some of the dangers awaiting those who stand between the innocent and the multitudes ready to destroy everything we believe in. And the way our heroes roll, whether in Warhammer 40,000, Delta Green, Numenera, or any number of other games we've tried, they'll probably encounter these dangers sooner rather than later. Join us at theredactedfiles.com.
3: One of them starts walking up to you and grabs the jacket that you're still wearing by the collar.
2: I really wish you hadn't done that. Why? Grab my repulsor fist and smack him right in the face.
3: Hello there, and welcome to Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is an actual play RPG podcast set during the Clone Wars era of the Star Wars universe. On Coruscant Nights, our goal is to bring as many different voices to the table as we can.
0: You sure got Val Yindo's family there, don't ya? We do. Sure got Val Yindo over a barrel. Ah, uh, look, fellas. I, I don't know if you, you forgot your prescription lenses, but uh, clearly there's been some kind of mistake. I mean, th- there's not much family resemblance here.
3: Mando. Man. Underline, underline, exclamation point. Yeah, he's the one, he's, he's real shiny. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you did get it, right? Of course I got Mando Man. (laughs) Through a deception check. Ah, hello there. We are the Course of Tea and Dice,
1: an actual play podcast where mostly British people play role-playing games
3: and both drink
1: and review tea. Do you like horror games?
3: We have many, including a
1: full and extensive playthrough of Horror on the Orient Express. Do you like comedy games? We have plenty of those as well, including (laughs) three goblins in a trench coat and
3: Discworld. Do you like action? Dressed in files or blood and honor? We have you covered. Do you like horror games that end up being comedy through no fault of our own? Yes, we have those too. The ferret Heist in our vampire game, for example.
0: All in all, we have games for all taste, which we put a distinctly British flavour on.
3: So, if
1: that sounds appealing, drop into the course of tea and or find us on iTunes, Podchaser, or Podbeam, and join the fun. Chin chin! Hey everybody, this is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know, we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, Your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much and remember,
0: The Ink Monster
1: wants to eat you!